It's August 2021. Welcome to the East Martian Chronicles podcast. My name is Josie Moon and I'm going to tell you a story about a magic garden in four parts. This is part one, where we meet Carrie, Susan and Sandy on a lovely sunny morning. Let's begin. Episode 1 The Magic Garden Daisies and roses, butterflies and bees, blackbirds and buttercups. Listen, listen to the song in the trees. Chapter 1 A Sunny Morning One bright spring morning, Carrie was lying in the long grass in the garden. It was a sleepy, dreamy sort of morning. It was a nothing-much-to-do sort of day. Carrie was watching a beautiful bee as she flew between tall, fat, yellow dandelions collecting pollen. Good morning, Mrs Bee. You look busy today, said Carrie. The bee buzzed about and carried on collecting pollen. Her legs were thick with the yellow dust. Carrie heard a plopping sound and looked at the pond where a big green frog had just popped her head above the water. Carrie had been watching the pond since January when the frogs laid their eggs and she knew that there were dozens of little froglets about. Good morning, Miss Frog, and how are your froglets today? said Carrie. Ribbit, said the frog before plopping back beneath the water. Carrie heard a flapping sound and a handsome blackbird landed on the branch of the tree just a metre away from where Carrie lay. The blackbird opened his beak and sang a wonderful song. When he finished, Carrie clapped very gently so as not to frighten him. Well done, Mr Blackbird, that was brilliant. How are your wife and babies this morning? The blackbird sang a few more notes, then flew into the hedge where he was greeted with much chirping from his wife and babies. Carrie smiled and yawned and stretched. It was such a lovely morning. A proper, nothing much to do sort of day. Hmm, said Carrie. I might just close my eyes for a minute. Chapter 2 A Strange Rustling Just as Carrie was thinking about closing her eyes, she heard a rustling sound. It was coming from the compost heap and it sounded like someone was in a hurry. Carrie got up and went over to investigate. Oh dear, oh dear, oh dear, what a to-do, 
What did you do? said a voice from the bottom of the compost heap. Hello, said Carrie. Who's there? Carrie watched the heap as a little black nose appeared, followed by two black beady eyes and then two pink paws. Oh, said Carrie. Good morning to you. With some huffing and puffing and tutting, a big round spiky hedgehog appeared from the compost heap. She sat up on her hind legs and peered at Carrie. And good morning to you too, said the hedgehog. What are you doing today, Miss Hedgehog? It's Susan, said the hedgehog. Sorry, what do you mean, said Carrie. The hedgehog huffed and puffed and said, Susan is my name, not Miss Hedgehog. Everyone assumes that because you're a hedgehog, your name must be Mr Hedgehog or Ms Hedgehog or even worse, Spike. But no, my name is Susan, Susan Smith. I'm very pleased to meet you, Susan. My name is Carrie. Well, Carrie, we'd better get moving. The meeting starts at sun just past the big tree time and we must arrive in time for me to give my speech. Right, said Carrie. And where is the meeting? Beneath the big tree, where it always is. Come along, we can catch up with Sandy. He's just ahead. Chapter 3 Slow Progress Carrie looked to where Susan the Hedgehog was pointing and saw a snail with a shiny shell sliding his way along the path. Carrie and Susan set off together and soon caught up with Sandy. Morning Sandy, said Susan brightly. This is Carrie, she's coming to the meeting. Greetings to you Carrie. You are very welcome. What a to-do, what a to-do. Allow me to introduce myself. I am Sandy and I am a citizen of the garden. I help to organise the meetings and... Thank you, Sandy. We haven't got all day. Now let's get moving or we will be late. Look, the sun is already at the tree so we don't have long. I'm going as fast as I can. I am a snail, you know, a proud descendant of the Akatina Folika. The Akawati, said Carrie. Akatina Folika, the African land snail. Ah, I see, said Carrie, although she wasn't sure what he meant, but did not wish to appear rude. Sandy is very clever and knows a lot about history and science, whispered Susan. But he does go on a bit and it does take him a long time to get anywhere. Carrie bent down and in her most polite voice said, Mr Sandy, to help us get to the meeting on time, would you allow me to carry you? I promise to be careful. 
goodness me, what to do, what to do, I, I don't know, we've only just met. Sandy, we have to get to the meeting today, said Susan. Yes, well, I, I, I see your point. Oh, very well, but I'm going inside my shell. I don't like heights. Carrie bent down and very gently lifted Sandy and placed him in the palm of her hand. <laughs> oh dear, oh dear, said Sandy as he was lifted into the air. Carrie and Susan set off at a faster pace towards the tree. As promised, Carrie was careful with Sandy, who continued to squeak and worry from inside his shell. Carrie, Susan and Sandy arrived at the big tree just as the sun was about to go past it. Carrie gently placed Sandy on a branch that had fallen during a recent windy night. She wanted to make sure he could see everything. Oh, oh, it's so good to be back on the ground. Snails are not made for flying. All creatures should live in their own element. In the next episode, we arrive at the big tree in the garden and meet some of the other animals. If you'd like to say hello or tell us about your stories, check out East Marsh United on Facebook or on our website. Music